Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, hello after the toners. Well, this week again, you catch me doing the cycling bullshit. So uh, I might sound a bit different at points, but oh fuck, there's a wheelie bin. Um, I'll be back after the wheelie bin. Play the theme tune, Deb. Welcome back to yet another one of these things. <laughs> After the tone, a weekly to do, you lot, me, 40 minutes of our lives. Thank you very much. Now, before we get going, I do feel it imperative, big word, and I said it correctly, who knew? I feel it imperative. Also, suddenly, I feel like I've walked into sense of sensibility. Anyway, I feel it imperative to let you know that I'm currently drinking a coffee, wait with me here, with... Avec, in some languages. Oat single cream milk. Creamed oats, if you will, in my coffee. What a marvel the 21st century is. Creamed oats in a coffee. Oh, you don't know you're born. Anyway, (laughs) by now, you should know that this common camp old ramblings that's supposedly hoarding this all together is me, Scotty, and her on the slicing and dicing is my mate, producer Deb. Sorry, it's my mate, Deb. I just called you by your full title, Deb. How disgusting. I'm only allowed to call Deb, Deb, and you lot have to call Deb, producer Deb, because those are the rules. But anyway, plot twist, the ATT crew has got bigger. We thought it was about time that Deb got a little bit of home help, you know, as she can be. Um, So they come in twice a day to check in on her. (laughs) As if I'm only joking, we live under a Tory government, as if anyone in this country is cared for. Um, (laughs) 
Oh, they'll be saying, oh, don't scare off the Tory listeners, they'll say. Listen, I'll tell you what, if those Tory dickheads want something to listen to, I suggest they tune in to one of those fucking ex-BBC, if I tell you what, if that scaffolder keeps on outside, I'm going to have sex with them. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was on a really good rant there as well. You know, this whole thing of like, you know, just spaff over a fucking Union Jack if you're that fucking prissy about England Shire. Ugh, get in the bin. Anyway, where was I? Oh, the After the Tone crew. Yeah, so, listeners, lurkers and backstage smirkers, please welcome to the gang, the lovely Tim. Tim is going to be personing the phones, the switchboard, might we say, of the burner phone, because, I mean, there are a lot of you, and by your own admissions, you're not all the full ticket. So we do have to have a little bit of curatorial decision-making on the phones this day. Ah, many a true word said. So hello, Tim. Welcome to the gang. And also we've got Maya. And Maya is, well, I guess Maya is the quality insurance department. Because, I mean, I know you like to think of yourselves as an elegant bunch. And, you know, each week you listen back to your songs, I was going to say. We haven't had a song in a while. You calls and think, wow, wasn't I succinct? No, you wasn't. No, someone had to edit that down. Yeah, someone had to edit your 45-minute voice note, JRF. <laughs> So, welcome to the gang, Maya, as well. Um, Anyway, enough of me, shy, timid, retiring, (laughs) tight-lipped, very balanced, (laughs) sane, heterosexual, (laughs) little old me. Uh, So, Debbie, load me up and let's let's unleash this week's mentalists. Hi, Scotty. Hi, producer Deb. I've just paused the podcast because somebody rang from up north about their chippy order and they had something I'd never heard of before, which is a potato scallop. And I'm really hormonal and I just can't believe I've never had one and I'm just so upset and I'm crying and I just thought I should share that with you. If anyone would like to tell my local chippy to start making them, that would be really nice. Thank you. I mean, like I said, full warning, you are literally all a sandwich short of a full picnic, or in this case, a potato scallop short of a chippy order. (laughs) Listen, thoughts and prayers. I will put a little note together that any time a potato scallop is mentioned in the future that we will do a trigger warning. Many thanks. This is Holly calling from North Carolina, walking my dog, even though I have a pretty terrible hangover. I was listening to last week's podcast only to hear you insulting poutine. Now, you may or may not remember that I hail from Canada. I lived there until I was like 25. And I come on your podcast and you're insulting the greatest food ever produced. The melted cheese versus the cheese curds make a huge difference. And we also sometimes add to our poutine with different varieties of meats or vegetables. My favorite poutine combo is mushroom gravy, cheese curds, fried onions, fried mushrooms, and peas. It's delicious. So I just, you know, implore you to give our national dish another chance. Thank you. Bye. Well, hello, Holly from North Carolina. You know, I very much adore a phone call from over the way, particularly when you're walking your dog, because I often imagine you on the beach as you, you've called us before. But listen, I'm really okay with insulting the national dis... I mean, look, if you love Canada so much, why the fuck are you in North Carolina? Do you know what I mean? I think if we were to really dig here, you moved as well because of poutine. Come on, don't lie. Don't lie. 
you know what? I think Canadians, I think you could be very culinarily lazy. You cannot call a national dish chips and gravy. No, no, no. Listen, stick with pushing Celine Dion and Cirque du Soleil and let poutine have a slow fade. Many thanks. Hi, Scotty and producer Debs. It was so nice to hear everyone's dulcet tones last week. I hope we had a nice time away. I'm having a nice time at the moment, amazingly. Um, oh, JRF's tone of the tone. I could listen to her all day, Scotty. I really could. <laughs> Anywho, you know the thing remind me of the fish and chips? Yeah, that was a coincidence. Because there's a big chip shop opposite the road of us called the Sea Fresh. And there was a massive fight in there the other night. It was fucking terrible. The fish got battered. <laughs> Controversial. But my favourite fish supper is battered sausage. Battered cod's row, got that from my nan. Chips and a pickle, tartar sauce, and totally with you. Everything's got to be crispy. What's with all this fucking sauce over something crispy? You deep it, you crisp it, then you sog it. No, wrong. Do not smother my shit in shit. Yeah, just a quick one. Thanks for bringing us joy. Um, the future is bright when I listen to all you youngsters out there chatting away and you know, how you're dealing with shit and keeping the humour. One must carry on. One foot in front of the fucking other in front of me at the moment. Mother's mother. To tell the truth, I can't wait for it all to be over. I've done my grieving. It is time for the leaving, please. She doesn't seem to be in a happy place, so that's all that makes it challenging. But we'll be watching the football tonight. Scotland versus England. There's some men running around the pitch. Keep mum entertained. As you keep us entertained. Entertainment. Nothing but entertainment. Stay strong, stay true, and most importantly, stay amazing, inspiring people. That is poo. Oh, here she is. Oh, it's lovely to have you back, girl. Oh, she's like a comfy pair of socks, isn't she? Lovely to hear from you, the carer. Gorgy, gorgy, gorgy. You and I both like a battered sausage, don't we, dear? <laughs> Um, young people, well, I can only imagine that wasn't directed at me. I'm 36 in a few months. Listen, I know some of you are much older than that. But, you know, what's happening is she's starting to go through the change. Well, the greys are really setting in, girls. And you know what? You know when you're like, some people are like, oh, I've got a grey hair. Well, once you start finding grey pubes, that's a moment, isn't it? That is a real moment. So mummy's having that moment at the moment. So we're all there. Um, I totally hear that thing about when it's ready to go. I had that with many a family member where you're like, oh God, life isn't serving you anymore. So much love and uh, whatever you do with that football, I hope there's some hot trade. Because, you know, I mean, if you're going to watch football, you've got to have something to entertain you, haven't you? And now it's time for a new segment on the show. It's called Minor Tragedy, in which we ask you to get in touch with us and tell us, you know, about those stories that felt massive to you, but on retrospect, probably didn't change the world. Here is our first Minor Tragedy. One of my most beloved objects in the world was my iPod. And from sort of 2009 to 2018, my iPod was just full of fantastic music. In fact, it was so full that it was like a busy club night where it was a one-in, one-out policy. And if I wanted to put any new music on, I had to be really selective and decide what music came off. It was just fantastically collated and I loved it very dearly. But I was putting on a poetry gig in a church using one of the big candle stands for some fairy lights 
lights or something and uh, pulled the lead, pulled something and it went clatter and suddenly there was a big dent in my lovely little iPod and it meant it wouldn't turn on and I couldn't access any of the music and that was really sad and it was like a wounded friend and that's my little sad story. The iPod is still tucked away under my bed for some strange reason just in case in the far-flung future we're able to resuscitate iPods for the better. Thank you. Now, I was with you with this minor tragedy until you mentioned the word I was putting on a poetry gig at a church and I thought, you deserve everything that's coming to you, to be fair. (laughs) Hello, Scotty and producer Deb and all the lovely pub crew. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. My name's Mary Agnes. I'm whispering because I'm at work, by the way. I'm really motivated by the request for your favourite chippy tea. It's one of my favourite conversations. Okay, here we go. Savaloy, chips, a wally, sometimes an onion, salt and vinegar, tommy sauce, done. No pissing about. Certainly not with gravy or any other wet substitute. Okay, great. Do you know what? First off, Badge for you, long-term listener, first-time caller, plucking up the courage to give us a bell. Yes, please. Also, what a brilliant Irish name that is, Mary Agnes. Well, I'm going to say it's Irish just because it makes me like you more. (laughs) You sound London Irish anyway. And also, 10 points for the first person to mention a Savaloy. Now, if you are in Scotland, I think you might know of a Savaloy as being a smoky. Or if you are in America, I think you'll just call it, why does this Frankfurter taste disgusting? (laughs) I love a Savaloy. Oh, absolutely delicious. Absolutely. And also the most unnatural colour for a sausage, isn't it? Pillar box red. In which world is any form of meat that colour? And then you bite into it and it's grey. I mean, it's quite a marvel how they make it. And also a wally. Now, this is a very regional thing. People will be listening being like, what the fuck is a wally? Well, a wally is what people in the South refer to as a pickled gherkin. Oh, I love a wally. Oh, oh, getting your lips around a tangy wally. (laughs) Do you know what? This chippy order has peaked for me. I don't think there's any way of us getting beyond this. And so Mary Agnes, I think you win. I mean, you don't win anything. If I meet you in real life, I buy you a Savaloy by all means. Do you know what I mean? But I think you win. Oh, God, today's difficult. Anyway, oh, fucking hell. If I can find my breath, I'll tell you what. Throw over to Scotty in the studio. Coerce the money out of their hands, babe. And that feels like a lovely moment to just have a little five minutes out, actually. Um, (laughs) Here's the midway point. Still to come, ATT's very own Nana, JRF. We've got a 10-second confession. You know me with those. There's a rant from Montreal. Oh, I guess what that's going to be about. And wisdom from a toddler. But before that, can I just let you know that you're listening to a top arts charts podcast that is famous in the UK, Norway, Singapore, Finland and the Czech Republic this week? Mmm! Thank you very much for helping us chart in all those countries. I mean, I didn't know know that that many people listen. I can only imagine what people in Norway, Singapore and Finland and Czech Republic make of me being like, (laughs) 
So there's that. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Also, oh, a couple of lovely reviews that have come in this week. Remember, if you help us put a review in, it does something to the internet that helps us be seen more. I don't know how it works, really, but... That's how it works. If you put a little review up, it helps us out. Um, so this review here comes from Sweden. Hi! From Baby Tahina, I think your name is. It's a family, a laugh and a little cry too. Oh, I just love this show so much. It makes me feel a part of something in this loneliness of all kinds of diagnoses and underprivileged. I got me a pack of weirdos and it's so funny and sincere and a bit sad and serious, just like life. Oh, isn't that lovely? Oh, isn't that gorgeous? Another one here from Catherine. Finally listening to hashtag after the tone POD and um, kicking myself on why I haven't sooner. Hands down, brilliant. 100% what podcast should be listening to people's fish and chip order. <laughs> when you break it down like that, Catherine, I mean, to be fair, it is quite a bizarre place. If you want to join in the conversation like Catherine has on Twitter, hashtag after the tone P-O-D, um, just as this lovely person has as well. Now, sit tight because it's a lovely review. I wanted to share this wonderful podcast with you. During the pandemic, I wanted to support the arts in some way, and I am privileged enough to be able to drop some money in and support the things that I've enjoyed and that have supported me over the past 18 months. This podcast is one of them. If you're a queer sufferer from anxiety, depression, or are questioning the big stuff and that really small stuff, then this is the pod for you. So basically, that's all of you. I promise you that you won't be disappointed. Please check it out. And if you can, support them from $1, £1, or €1 a week on Patreon. And that comes from lovely Lauren. Thank you very much, Lauren. That is so, so kind of you. And yes, that does throw us over very nicely to say, if you can help support Keep Us On Air, of course, there are many mouths to feed over here to keep this running. Please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash after the tone there for as little as a decent coffee a month. You can help keep us on air. Also get the backstage gossip before anybody else does and have conversations with each other. Right, without further ado, let's get back to the north face the front the what do you say get back to the north face no that's a jacket <laughs> get back to the the hot the hard face the rock face the oh let's just fucking get back to it well i bet it's the halfway mark i tell you what i've been here a few hours got a lovely little bed and breakfast um it's something in welsh i don't want to butcher the welsh language for the people of wales Anyway, the woman who runs it, she's called Swan. She's given me a couple of uh, Kit Kats, that's what they're called. Two of them, in fact. I mean, come on. She knew I was coming. And I'm just having a brew now. Make myself a very strong cup of tea. Why not? Because it's literally the moment I arrived, I put my head to the pillow and I was knocked out for two hours. So I'm trying to come to. So in this gap where I'm trying to resuscitate myself... I want to remind you of the telephone number that you need to call if you want to, you know, join in the conversation with me at some point in the future. Debbie, press the number, please. 0788 200 3420. Hi, Scotty. Long time listener. Haven't called in a while. So I have a toddler who's now 18 months old and I was just thinking as he was asserting himself as toddlers do, you know, do you want to do this? No. Do you want to do that? No. 
like, why aren't we all a bit more like that? I get very, very exhausted with the niceties of being English and just kind of really not direct. No, I don't want to eat that. No, I don't want to meet up with you today. No, I don't want to cuddle. I want personal space. So I thought I'd just share that. I'm going to try and be more like my toddler and say no to basically everything today because I can't be asked. Bye. Yes for this energy. Absolute yes for this energy. First off, let me just address the fact that you're a long-term listener, haven't called in a while, an L-L-H-C-I-A-N-W. Oh, for fuck's sake, this is really difficult as a dyslexic. L-L-H-C-I-A-W. That's who you are today. Well done. Do you know what we call these? We call these boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Do you know what? And I'm all for it. I am all for disappointing people (laughs) and being like, no, I can't. I can't. And yeah, there is guilt. But I tell you what, the more you exercise it, the better it becomes. Because you just have to say what works for you. It doesn't mean what you're saying is to that other person, I don't like you. And so I've always got to try to remind myself about, you know, like meandering that guilt. You know, if someone says, oh, can we do this? I'll be like, oh, and you know, if it's something that I feel like endangers me, endangers is a big word, but like will press me into a situation I don't particularly want to be in. Like, you know, if someone was to invite me for a meal with strangers and they wanted me to share food, I'd just be like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know how it operates. And so it actually cost me more pain and time and energy and ED recovery and all of that stuff trying to be in that space than it would me just being like, I'm all right, actually, I don't want to, or I don't want to share. And so, yeah, do you know what? Let's be more like your toddler. I am here for that energy. But, oh, what's that as an acronym? Be more like your toddler. B-M-L-Y-T. <laughs> I don't think it's going to catch on, but yeah, let's be more like your toddler. Hello, Scotty love. Hello, producer Deb and all of the ATT crew. It was so lovely to have you back. I really wish I could have done a reaction video (laughs) to the chippy orders. While listening to it, I said the words, dirty beggar, fuck off, what a shame. Oh, and the dog thing. I'm still not over that. I'm living with a lot of trauma as it is, but that, whoo. But regarding little old ladies... I used to love going shopping with my grandma at Damart. And they had an outlet store in Bingley. My grandma at this point was practically a shut-in. She rarely left the house. And I remember my granddad and I and my grandma in a wheelchair, we all went and pushed around the sales rack. And do you know what I loved about it? There was loads of transvestites and trans women in that crowd. And it's so funny when you talk about how queer kids and little old ladies are like these forgotten things kind of jeered at. It was so odd. And my grandma, she wasn't the most PC of people and she wasn't very fond of the homosexuals. And even though I tried on numerous occasions to say, Grandma, I'm not like other boys, she'd have none of it. I met up with a friend and we were talking a lot about toxic friendship and the effect they have on you and it's so funny because last year I had to step away from a friend and it's so odd because periodically I will miss that person and it's okay to miss someone you're no longer friends with and not want them back in your life and especially when I think about the fact that I had to take a very brave decision to 
step away from my family as well in 2003 with my mother when my grandma died in 2007 that was the last time I saw my family in a group and in I think 2011 was the last time I ever spoke to the the last person in my family which was my grandfather and I have no contact with them and it's always been a very easy thing just to go ah they're all shites they're all horrible they're all whatever but I do have fond memories of even the people who abused me (laughs) and it's very difficult just to kind of switch that off and if I block you if I put up those shields I do that for a reason and we all have our own strategies anyway so glad you're back and yes if anyone is listening to this for the love of Christ give them four quid a week four quid a month it's a quid a week it's a a quid a show it's one coffee a month Come on, you're paying however much to Jeff Bezos to watch his programs and Netflix and God knows who else. You can spare a quid a week. Have a word. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, okay, he slags off the chippy orders, but still, worth it, honestly. Anyway, love and light. God bless you, sweethearts. A big kiss from that Jerry. Oh, here she is. Couple of regulars in. They're all in tonight, aren't they? Now, uh, in-house Nana, lovely to hear from you. Can I just pick up on something? Oh, yeah, I slug off the chippy orders. What did you do at the start of your call? Oh, I was like, oh, you gobshite this, you gobshite that. Oh, as long as you do it in a funny accent. Sorry, I mean, your accent. Now, yeah, the relationship with families is complex, particularly when um, you grow up in a household where, shall we say, there is stuff. I think one of the the greatest feats that I've had to overcome is forgiveness. Forgiving some of my family for the choices that they made and understanding that there was choice regardless of context, which is something which therapy has offered me, which I'm very grateful for. But yeah, though that isn't a universal, you know, like for some people just stepping away is actually the most self-preserving thing that you can do. I stepped away from my family for about five years just because it was sort of needed, I think, for for us all. But I'm I'm very glad that I was in a position where that what had happened, I was able to unpick and talk to them. And that is a luxury that not many people are afforded. So, yeah. I guess it's like sort of going back to that call about the toddler and also the call from Fran last week that actually this is just about boundaries, isn't it? It's about saying, no, I can't. And no, this is damaging to me. But to finding the energy to do that can be really difficult. And also acknowledging, like you say, like, you know, these people that enact harm and impart shame on you, you can also really like. God, that's a head fuck, isn't it? Well, it's my relationship with heterosexual working class men, actually. I want to have sex with them, but I also want to murder them at the same time. <laughs> when I say murder, I don't mean actually murder. I sort of do. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of um, working class queers and working class women really understand that. That headspace of, is it Stockholm Syndrome? Loving your oppressor? Oh, it's my favourite coming up. It's the 10 second confession. Hi, Scotty. 10-second confession. I once shit myself at Dracula's castle in Transylvania. (laughs) 
Hello, Scotty. Hello, producer Deb. This is Stephen calling in from Montreal. That's Montreal for your listeners that don't like to Frenchify everything like you do, Scotty. I know you love to do that. The last time I called in, I had sent in a reworking of the theme song with JRFS host, and it almost caused World War III. So I just sort of retreated, you know, but I have been listening in batches. I'm kind of like that guy you meet on Grindr that you've had that really hot exchange with, you know, you think, oh my God, going to meet up and then they disappear. You don't hear from them ever again. And they're just ghosting you, but you know that they've been looking at your profile because you see that they've been looking at your profile. That's the kind of person I have been lately. I'm sorry I ghosted you, but I'm here. I'm here. I'm back because uh, of something that you just said in the last episode, and it was about Putin. Now, what you said about Putin was extremely uneducated and not worthy of your gastronomic commentary, because it sounds like you went to Canada, but I think that maybe you just went to Toronto and you had a Putin in Toronto. And then you pass judgment on Putin from an experience in Toronto. Well, I have to tell you something. This happens to us all the time. Europeans come... Oh, can I call you a European anymore? They come over here, they go to Toronto, they have an experience, and they say, oh, you know, Canadian this, Canadian that. I was in Canada. Well, Toronto is not Canada. I know that maybe they told you that they were, but they're not. Poutine is not to be had outside of the province of Quebec. And it is best to have it on the side of the highway at a casse-croûte with the real gravy, the real french fries, and the real squeaky cheese. The cheese from Quebec. Okay? So I'm sorry if I sound upset. But we often have had our Quebec national dish appropriated by other people in the rest of the country. I invite you to come to Quebec and have the real thing. I'll take you out into the countryside and I will show you the real thing because I know you are a gastronomy goddess and you would love it. Thanks for listening to this little rant. Love you and I love the podcast. Bye. Stephen, always a pleasure. And actually, more increasingly, always a fucking chore. Now, <laughs> I'm glad you recognise this behaviour of the gays. Only the gays would visually leave a watermark to let you know that they are stalking you and looking at your profile every day, but um, pretend then when they see you on the street that they have no idea who you are. The gays love a very sophisticated courting ritual, don't they? It's disgusting, really. Now, I said last week I knew this would be controversial. I know people would be calling in about how much they love poutine this, poutine that. I tell you what, my friend Selena who lives in um, Birmingham, she says, you Londoners, you're so audacious about being from London. <laughs> like the audacity that you have from being from London. And I really feel this about Canadians with poutine. I'm like, guys, do you know what? I actually don't have that strong feelings apart from like, I'm like, hmm, 
It's the dunno emoji for me. I'm like, mm, I don't really get it. It's like wet potato. Well done, guys. If you want to base your whole Quebecian identity on wet potato with squeaky milk, like for real, you fucking go for it. But you know, I'm sure there are more things that Quebec has got to offer. <laughs> this is going to be really controversial. I can, always, I can almost feel the retaliation coming back. <laughs> So, and yes, you can call me fucking European. I've got an Irish passport and birth certificates. So go fuck yourself, please, Stephen from Montreal. <laughs> Listen, I'll take you up on your offer because I'll tell you what, that Deb, producer Deb, is constantly telling me, now you've got to go outside of Toronto. I'll tell you what, Toronto wasn't the best. I mean, it's a great place, but ugh, people are too fucking high. Everyone's so out of their nut smoking the big ones. Do you know what I mean? That they're always like... I just think it takes everyone about 24 hours to do anything. So, um, okay, fine, fine. Okay, I'll fucking come. We'll have poutine by the side of a road. I mean, you've really fucking sold it to me. And then we'll reevaluate my situation on the poutine. Okay? Fucking hell. Hiya, Scotty Bab. Hiya, Producer Deb. I think I've done this about three times now because my thumb keeps slipping off the bloody phone. It's too hot. I'm sweating all over the shop. If I had to describe my summer to you, well, one word. Not weed. Every crack, every gap that I've got, it's shooting up all over the place. And I spoke to a forager friend and she said, the one way to... Well, deal with it, for want of a better word, if we all just eat it. And I don't know about you, but I don't fancy putting my face up to that bush and taking a nibble. So, it's led me on to my question. Have you ever put anything in your mouth that you regret? Go on, be filthy. You know you want to. <laughs> oh, one of my absolute new favourites is you. I really love you calling in from, I think you're calling in from the Black Country. It's somewhere around those parts. Anyway, Babs, now, Japanese not weed, as it's often referred to, it's a thing. If you don't know what it is, it's basically a weed that just like fucking grows everywhere. And it's an invasive species. And um, But from my forager days, oh yeah, oh yeah, you used to be a forager. I don't think it is edible. I think it is slightly poisonous. Like it's not like um, nightshade. It's not like that. Because also I think foxglove is, you know, that lovely flower that old people have. It's like a sign outside people's houses, isn't it? Foxglove. Mug me. I'm vulnerable. <laughs> that and pansies. You just think, oh, I hope a wrong one doesn't come past here and mug the old nana that lives here. Um, that, yeah, I, th- I think foxglove is poisonous as well. So I, d- I wouldn't say about eating it, but I'll tell you what you could do. You can chop it down because you've got to try and take it from the root as well to try and get rid of it. Dry it out and burn it so it can make some good kindle because, yeah, it will dry quite quickly and it will catch quite quickly as well. And because you've got an abundance of it, it will help start your fires. Now, if you've got a, I mean, we're on one now, so we might as well. If you've got an old washing machine lying about, the drum of that makes a really lovely garden fire because it's aerated. So you you could um, use something like that. I mean, but also as well, you can pick up some um, garden fire things, you know, quite cheaply. So it's quite nice, you know, the sun goes down, get a bit of your Japanese not weed out to burn and um, have some mushrooms. Mushrooms? Oh God, no. Uh, marshmallows. I, I mean, I don't know why I thought both of those were the same thing. Could you 
actually have? Anyway, by the by, anyway, not answering your question here. Is there anything I've had in my mouth that I regret? <laughs> oh, well, I've never had it off with a Tory, so that's fine. Um, I don't think so. Oh, oh, raw chicken in Japan. Oh, yeah, that was a bit much. I mean, you know, ever one to be appeasing of different cultures apart from Putin. And so, you know, when I was offered raw chicken, you know, it's a very different approach to meat in Japan. I was fine, wasn't sick or anything, but just the texture of, you know, if you've ever held wet chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that. And that's it. That's us. That's it for another week. Another dosage all administered to you. Thank you so much. What a lovely array of calls. Remember, if there's anything there that's piqued your interest or any conversations you want to pick up, what you've got to do is you've got to get involved. Can't sit there just staring at the wall, hun. Do you know what I mean? Got to pick up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. Zero, seven, double, eight, two hundred. Three four two zero. Remember as well, really keen to hear your minor tragedies <laughs> and your 10 second confessions. Always a pleasure. Always love those. So um, do get involved. Remember as well, you can have a little chat with us on the internet. Hashtag after the tone POD. And we'd also love it if you consider joining us on patreon.com forward slash after the tone. Well, that's it for another week. You know, there's nothing else to say, but um, well, we'll see you on the other side. I'm cycling along, that's why I'm out of breath. Look. And um, it's a lovely bell, that isn't it? So, um, I mean, technically, if this was on BBC, I think there'd be laws against me cycling and talking to you at the same time but this is not the BBC and uh, therefore I am disposable okay play the theme tune Deb After the Tone is presented by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, vice producer Tim Bano, assistant producer Maya Miller-Lewis. ATT is a Debbie's production production. Remember to like, follow or subscribe to catch us every Thursday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.